Good afternoon, Council Files, and welcome to this chronicle of the July 22nd meeting of Richmond City Council. I'm RVA Dirt's Melissa Vaughn, your field guide on this journey we call the Quick and Dirty City Council Roundup, heard Fridays at noon after every council meeting as part of the illustrious Open Source RVA. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Right out of the gate, Reba is on some ranty tip as Fran, Dirt Kid, and I sit down. Informal clearly was a heated mess that we missed out on, so you know this meeting is going to be a doozy of a toozy. Reva has promised a rant at the end of the meeting, so stay tuned and buckle up. Click it or tick it. Two things definitely made it more bearable to sit through this drudgery. Fran's bag full of gummies and Vice President Chillard Chilmore's slamming Southern seersucker soup. I do declare. Awards and presentations took way too long, but we love watching people get their due, so we'll let that slide. The caretakers of the historic Evergreen Cemetery were honored, and then I caught a glimpse of the first district's Andreas Addison styling and profiling in a professorly suit, complete with elbow patches, and I was like, damn, but I digress. Next up, honors for the departing Commonwealth's attorney, Michael Herring. He's leaving to go work for one of those law firms in town that act as a shadow government. Good for him. Chris Nochilbert begins his tribute by staging a monotone rant on prostitution on Chamberlain Avenue, in which he insults sex workers by stating that they are all drug addicts because why else would they do what they do? And my brain promptly exploded all over Chambers. I couldn't even get the pieces mopped up before Reva opened her mouth and spewed the same harmful rhetoric. At least she started her tribute to Herring with her traditional Debbie Downer greeting, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, but... <sighs> Every member of council gets their turn to blather on about Herring's service, and I wonder if they practice these speeches before they give them. Some of y'all are really tone deaf. A large portion of council are woefully out of touch with those being prosecuted and sometimes persecuted by the Commonwealth's Attorney's Office. But okay, give this dude a plaque. Another recognition is for John E. Mathiason for 10 years of service on the Capital Region Airport Commission. This leads to a Twitter discussion about how international RIC actually is, which is not very, but it's a cool sounding name. Oh dang, it's finally time for public comment. Oh, and a couple of tra-la-las. That's how we laugh a day away in the video land of public comment. First up is a woman who is filing a civil rights complaint against HUD. She has clearly been failed by the system when it comes to housing. Ellen Robertson of the 6th and President Cynthia Newbill pledged to help her, but major shout out to Antifa Seven Hills for sending along the proper forms that this lady needed. Good looking out. Next up at the podium is Cheryl, who loves RPD, declares that they serve and protect everyone, even those who hate police. Yeah. She also advocates for fair and balanced media coverage and the continued ability to open carry guns into public parks and municipal buildings. And everyone in Chambers is like, 
Reva is understandably stoked. That girl lights up like a Christmas tree every time someone mentions law enforcement. It's like when I discover there's a very good doggo at the party. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Mr. Muhammad steps up next and informs city council and all of us that all of the signs for the Arthur Ashe Jr. Boulevard are missing the junior. He feels this does a grave disservice to Arthur Jr. He proposes a GoFundMe to fix it. The second's Kim Gray, who spearheaded the renaming efforts, says that the junior would have made the signs too big. For real, a J and an R would have made that much difference. Alrighty. Oh, now we are moving on to the sexy, sexy consent agenda. Nothing sexier than consent. Deputy Clerk and Resident Council Kendall R.J. Warren reads out everything that's getting passed tonight, whether we like it or not, even though they do give us the opportunity to speak on the topics. A Churchill gent is against the Churchill North development, which that's a ship that's already sailed, but he mentions a master plan, which always makes me cringe because this city loves a damn master plan that they can never get completed. After that is a nasty lady. That's nasty in the guise of nice, in case y'all didn't know. Anyway, nasty Nancy complains that permitting a woodworking shop in Southside might lead to an outdoor contractor's yard, and that would look super duper unsightly to her condo dwellers on her adjacent property. If y'all ever wondered what a hundred eyeballs all rolling at once sounds like, here you go. Also, no doubt everyone is completely for four-way stop signs in the south side portion of the 6th district. So thank you, Ellen, for being on top of that. Oh, and if you are citing a profile in Dogtown Dish as a positive, you may want to rethink your approach. You can head on over to the RVA Dirt Twitter page for Fran's spectacular thread on the hills and their crooked ways. Just saying. Also on consent, the Navy Hill Commission gets its first two members, which reminds us that we still have zero plans in that realm. All right, folks, it's regular agenda time, and I know you're stoked. Yeehaw! Y'all know it ain't a proper city council meeting until East End Omari with leaders of the New South shows up at the podium. This is East End Omari and you are listening to The Quiet Storm. He came to speak on Ordinance 2019-188, which authorizes the city's application to HUD for federal housing dollars through a block grant. Omari argues that the agencies who receive these funds do not in fact help those who need it most. As usual, no lies were detected. The paper not surprisingly passed unanimously, and we're moving on. Other papers that passed included a resolution to amend the mayor's veto timeline and one to ask DPU to price metal detectors. Watch out, Cheryl. They're coming for your guns. Pew, pew, pew. By this point, the jarring fluorescent lighting and droning of the council critters have taken their toll on the dirt kid. He is out for the count. It's 8 p.m. and he is so done with y'all. Screw you guys. I'm going home. We head into some serious back and forth about having a special meeting on August 5th instead of or attached to the OD committee meeting. Good Lord, this is a cluster <laughs> But at least we learn that council only needs to give 24 hours notice before calling a special meeting. Not ideal for members of the public or Reva, who needs to know when everything is scheduled three light years in advance because she's so dang busy. Busting sex workers and running food trucks out of her district. When we finally reach a announcements, the crowd is thinned down to like six of us true believers and everyone is dreaming about those taco trucks Reva hates so much. 
Before we get to the Reaver rant, I'd like you to know that Mayor Stoney has office hours coming up in Southside on the 31st at 6.30 p.m. at Southside Community Center in the 9th District. Come air your grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Okay, here it is, y'all. Reva begins her rant by snotting that Dr. Mike Jones of the 9th gets everything he wants for his district, then proceeds to launch into a tirade about how her district never gets anything and they are always left out, how she has all of these RVA 311 forms filled out by her residents, and it isn't her damn job to type them in, you know? How dare the mayor make her do that? Then she hollers about how the mayor never thinks and there is tall grass and garbage and mopads all over her district. She yowls about the now past Siggy tax and how it is the worst thing ever. I gotta sing the doom song now. Doom, 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 doom. How will her people ever recover? Everyone is so awful and it's not her fault, it's all Lavar's fault. Then she proceeds to give out personal cell phone numbers for the mayor, CAO, and heads of utilities and planning. Great. She continues to snit for far too long, but you know what, Reva? I'm gonna counter your rant with my own. This is on you, all of it. You are in charge of representing and advocating for your district. If the 8th isn't getting the help it needs, maybe it's you and not everyone else who isn't doing their jobs. As for those 311 forms, you have a full-time liaison to type those in for you. Yeah, Rick doesn't get paid to be your chauffeur or an office ornament. He gets paid with benefits 40 hours a week to do your admin and research. Instead of constantly screeching about how everybody's trying to do you in, how about you stop making promises to your constituents that you clearly don't want to do the work to keep? Maybe do a little less bitching and more working or make way for someone who actually intends to bolster the eighth instead of gaslighting it. Forward slash end rant. Like I said, this meeting was a doozy of a twosie. So I'm gonna give it two smoke detectors out of five that Reva says the orange nightmare has so graciously provided for us. If you survived this meeting of the Real Housewives of Richmond, please join us in talking about it at RVA Dirt across all social media platforms. Special shout out to Sherry Shannon for hanging with us on Tweet Patrol and Gabrielle Jones for that Real Housewives quip. Since there's no August meeting, we'll be back in September with more council shenanigans. Man, that was a mess. I need a drink.